Good morning, good morning. Today is Sunday, March 20th. And we have 1 Samuel 4 through 8 and Psalm 79. And so let's ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you guide us right now, that you give us wisdom and understanding, Lord, as we read your word. 1 Samuel chapter 4. And the word of Samuel came to all Israel. Now Israel went out to battle against the Philistines. They encamped at Ebenezer, and the Philistines encamped at Aphek. The Philistines drew up in line against Israel, and when the battle spread, Israel was defeated before the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 men on the field of battle. And when the people came to the camp, the elders of Israel said, Why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord here from Shiloh, that it may come along come among us and save us from the power of our enemies. So the people sent to Shiloh and brought from there the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of Hosts, who is enthroned on the cherubim. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. As soon as the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel gave a mighty shout, so that the earth resounded. And when the Philistines heard the noise of the shouting, they said, What does this great shouting in the camp of the Hebrews mean? And when they learned that the ark of the Lord had come to the camp, the Philistines were afraid, for they said, A god has come into the camp. And they said, Woe to us, for nothing like this has happened before. Woe to us, who can deliver us from the power of these mighty gods? These are the gods who struck the Egyptians with every sort of plague in the wilderness. Take courage. And be men, O Philistines, lest you become slaves to the Hebrews, as they have been to you. Be men and fight. So the Philistines fought, and Israel was defeated. And they fled, every man to his home. And there was a great slaughter, for thirty thousand foot soldiers of Israel fell. And the ark of God was captured, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, died. A man of Benjamin ran from the battle line and came to Shiloh the same day with his clothes torn and with dirt on his head. When he arrived, Eli was sitting on the seat by the road watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. And when the man came into the city and told the news, all the city cried out. And when Eli heard the sound of the outcry, he said, What is this uproar? Then the man hurried and came and told Eli. Now Eli was ninety-eight years old, and his eyes were set so that he could not see. And the man said to Eli, I... I am he who has come from the battle. I fled from the, de- the battle today. And he said, how did it go, my son? And he brought the news. He who brought the news answered and said, Israel has fled before the Philistines, and there has also been a great defeat among the people. Your two sons also, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God has been captured. As soon as he mentioned the ark of God, Eli fell over backwards from his seat by the side of the gate, and his neck was broken, and he died, for the man was old and heavy, and he judged Israel forty years. Now his daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas, was pregnant, about to give birth, and when she heard the news that the ark of God was captured, and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed and gave birth, for her pains came upon her, and about the time of her and about the time of her death, the women attending her said to her, Do not be afraid, for you have borne a son. But she did not answer or pay attention. And she named the child Ichabod, saying, The glory has departed from Israel, because the ark of God has been captured, and because of her father-in-laws and her husband. And he said, The glory has departed from Israel, for the ark of God has been captured. 
Chapter 5. When the Philistines captured the Ark of God, they brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. The Philistines took the Ark of God and brought it into the house of Dagon and set it up beside Dagon. And when the people of Ashdod rose early the next day, behold, Dagon had fallen face downward on the ground before the Ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and put him back in his place. But when they arose early the next morning, behold, Dagon had fallen face down on the ground before the Ark of the Lord. And the head of Dagon and both of his hands were laying cut off on the threshold. Only the trunk of Dagon was left to him. This is why the priests of Dagon and all who enter the house of Dagon do not tread on the threshold of Dagon in Ashdod to this day. The hand of the Lord was heavy against the people of Ashdod, and he, terri- he, was, and he terrified and afflicted them with tumors, both Ashdod and its territory. And when the men of Ashdod saw how things were, how things were, they said, The ark of God of Israel must not remain with us, for his hand is hard against us and against Dagon our God. So they sent and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines and said, What shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel? They answered, Let the ark of the God of Israel be brought around to Gath. So they brought the ark of the God of Israel there, but after they had brought it around, the hand, the hand of the Lord was against the city, causing a very great panic. And he afflicted the men of the city, both young and old, so that tumors broke out on them. So they sent the ark of God to Ekron. But as soon as the ark of God came to Ekron, the people of Ekron cried out, They have brought around to us the ark of God of Israel to kill us and our people. They sent therefore and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines and said, Send away the ark of God of Israel and let it return to its own place, that it may not kill us and our people. For there was a deathly panic throughout the whole city. The hand of God was very heavy there, and the men who did not die were struck with tumors, and the cry of the city went up to heaven. Chapter 6, the ark of the Lord was in the country of the Philistines seven months. And the Philistines called for the priests and the diviners and said, What shall we do with the ark of the Lord? Tell us what we, sh- what we shall do. Tell us with what we shall send it to its place. They said, If you send, it, if you send away the ark of God to, of, of Israel, do not send it empty, by, but by all means return him a guilt offering. Then you will be healed. And it will be known to you why his hand does not turn away from you. They said, What is the guilt offering that we shall return to him? They answered, Five golden tumors and five golden mice, according to the number of the lords of the Philistines. For the same plague was on all you and all your lords. So you must make images of your tumors and images of your mice that ravage the land and give glory to the God of Israel. Perhaps he will lighten his hand from off you and and your gods and your and your gods and your land. Why should you harden your hearts as the Egyptians and Pharaohs hardened their hearts after he had dealt severely with them? Did did they not send the people away and they departed? Now then, take and prepare a new cart and two milk cows on which there has never been come a yoke, and yoke the cows to the cart, but take their calves home, away from them, and away from the ark, and take the ark of the Lord and place it on the cart and put in the box in a box on its side the figures of gold, which you are returning to him as a guilt offering. Then send it off and let it go its way and watch. If it goes on the way to its own land, to Beth Shemesh, then it is he who has done this great harm. But if not, we shall know that it is not the hand that has struck us. It happened to us by coincidence. So the men did so. They took two milk cows and yoked them to the cart and shut shut up the calves at home. And they put the ark of the Lord on the cart, on the box of the golden mice and the images of their tumors, 
and the cows went straight in the direction of Beth Shemesh along one highway, lowing as they went. They turned neither to the right or to the left, and the lords of the Philistines went after them as far as the border of Beth Shemesh. Now the people of Beth Shemesh were reaping their wheat harvest in the valley, and when they lifted up their eyes and saw the ark, they rejoiced to see it. The ark came into the field of Joshua of Beth Shemesh and stopped there. A great stone was there, and they split up wood, of, split up the wood of the cart and offered the cows as burnt offerings to the Lord. And the Levites took down the ark of the Lord and the box that was beside it, in which were the golden figures, and they set them upon the great stone. And the men of Beth Shemesh offered burnt offerings and sacrificed sacrifices on that day to the Lord. And when the five lords of the Philistines saw it, they returned that day to Ekron. These are the golden tumors that the Philistines returned as a guilt offering to the Lord. One for Ashdod, one for Gaza, one for Ashkelon, one for Gath, and one for Ekron. And the golden mice, according to the number of all the cities of the Philistines belonging to the five lords, both fortified cities and unwalled villages, the great stone besides which they set down the ark of the Lord is a witness to this day in the field of Joshua of Beth Shemesh. And he struck some of the men of Beth Shemesh because they looked upon the ark of the Lord, and he struck seventy men of them. And the people mourned because the Lord had struck the people with a great blow. Then the men of Beth Shemesh said, Who is able to stand before the Lord, this holy God? And to whom shall he go up away from us? So they sent messengers to the inhabitants of Kiriath-Jerim, saying, The Philistines have returned the ark of the Lord. Come down and take it up to you. Chapter 7. And the men of Kiriath-Jerim came and took up the ark of the Lord and brought it to the house of Abinadab on the hill, and they consecrated his son Eleazar to have charge of the ark of the Lord from the from that the day that the ark was lodged at Kiriath Jerim, the long time passed, some twenty years, and all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. And Samuel said to all the house of Israel, If you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods and the Ashtaroth from among you, and direct your heart to the Lord, and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. So the people of Israel put away the Baals and the Ashtaroth, and they served the Lord only. Then Samuel said, Gather all Israel at Mitzpah, and I will pray to the Lord for you. So they gathered at Mitzpah, and drew water, and poured it out before the Lord, and fasted on that day, and said there, We have sinned against the Lord, and Samuel judged the people of Israel at Mitzpah. Now when the Philistines heard that the people of Israel had gathered at Mitzpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the people of Israel heard of it, they were afraid of the Philistines. And the people of Israel said to Samuel, Do not cease to cry out to the Lord our God for us, that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. So Samuel took a nursing lamb and offered it as a whole burnt offering as to the Lord. And Samuel cried out to the Lord for Israel. And the Lord answered him, and Samuel was offered Offering up a burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to attack Israel, but the Lord thundered with a mighty sound that day against the Philistines and threw them into confusion, and they were defeated before the Lord and the men of Israel went out from Mitzpah and pursued the Philistines and struck them as far as below beth Car. Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mitzpah and Shin and called its name Ebenezer. For he said, Till now the Lord has helped us. So the Philistines were subdued and did not again enter the territory of Israel. And the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. And the cities of the Philistines had taken from Israel were restored to Israel from Ekron to Gath. And Israel delivered their territory from the hand of the Philistines. There was peace also between Israel and the Amorites. Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. And he went on 
to, and he went on a circuit year by year to Bethel, Gilgal, and Mitzpah, and he judged Israel in all these places. Then he would return to Ramah, for his home was there, and there also he judged Israel, and he built there an altar to the Lord. When Samuel became old, he made his sons judges over Israel. The name of the firstborn son was Joel, and the name of the second, Abijah, and they were judges in Beersheba. And his sons did not, <clears throat> yet his sons did not walk in his ways, but turned aside after grain, game. They took bribes and perverted justice. And then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah, and he said to him, <clears throat> Excuse me. Behold, you are old, and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now appoint for us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel <clears throat> when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed to the Lord, and the Lord said to Samuel, Obey the voice of the people in all that you say, in all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them, according to all the deeds that they have done. From the day I brought them up out of Egypt, even to this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so they are also doing to you. Now then, obey their voice, only you shall solemnly warn them and show them the ways of the king who shall reign over them. So Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking for a king from him. He said, These will be the ways of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them to his chariots, and he will be, and to his horsemen, and he and to run before his chariots. And he will appoint for himself commanders of thousands and commanders of fifties, and some to plow his ground and to reap his harvest, and to make his implements of war and equipment, equip, and the equipment of his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. He will take the best of your friends and vineyards and olive orchards and give them to your servants. He will take the tenth of your grain and your vineyards and give them to his officers and to his servants. He will take your male servants and female servants and the best of your young men and your donkeys and put them to his work. He will take a tenth of your flocks and you shall be his slaves. And in that day you will cry out because of your king, whom you have chosen for yourselves. But the Lord will not answer you in that day. But the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel. And they said, No, but there shall be a king over us, that we may also be like all the nations, and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And when Samuel had heard all the words of the people, he repeated them in the ears of the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Obey their voice and make them a king. Samuel then said to the men of Israel, Go every man to his city. Okay, chapter Psalm 79, titled, How Long, O Lord? It's a Psalm of Asaph. O God, the nations have come into your inheritance. They have, been, they have defiled your holy temple. They have laid Jerusalem in ruins. They have given the bodies of your servants to the birds of the heavens for food, the flesh of your faithful to the beasts of the earth. They have poured out their blood like water all around Jerusalem, and there was no one to bury them. We have become a taunt to our neighbors, mocked and derided by those around us. How long, O Lord, will you be angry forever? Will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your anger on the nations that do not know you, <clears throat> Excuse me, and on the kingdoms that do not call upon your name. For they have devoured Jacob and laid waste his habitation. Do not remember against us our former iniquities. 
Let your compassion come speedily to meet us, for we are brought very low. Help us, O God, of our help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of your name. Deliver us and atone for our sins for your name's sake. Why should the nations say, Where is their God? Let the avenging of the outpoured blood of your servants be known among the nations before our eyes. Let the groans of the prisoners come before you according to your great power. Preserve those doomed to die. Return sevenfold to the lamp, lap of our neighbors, the taunts with which they have taunted you, O Lord. But we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will give thanks to you forever. From generation to generation, we will recount your praise. O Heavenly Father, we have the same thought, the same heart, Lord, that we are the sheep of your pasture, and we will give thanks to you forever, Lord. From generation to generation, we recount your praise, Lord. We praise you and glorify you, Heavenly Father. Today is a day set aside for the worship and praising of you, the reading of your word, the study of your word, Lord, the singing praises and glorifying you in song with our voices and our hearts. Fellowshipping with one another, Lord. Talking about you and how you work in our lives in amazing ways. And Lord, we just ask that, uh, that it would be a blessing uh, to you, Lord, today. That we would be honoring to you, not just our fellowship, Lord, but every fellowship that claims to, to follow you, Lord. That you would be worshipped, Lord. That you would be glorified, Lord that your word would be taught, Lord. That you would remove any evil influence, Lord, any misdirection, Lord, any anything, anybody doing it, praising themselves, Lord, that the glory wouldn't go to them, Lord, that the glory would go to you for who you are, Lord. You are an amazing King, amazing Father, Lord, we're so thankful that you love us so much, Lord, that we just ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth, Lord, that you would do your desire, Lord, that you would uh, make your will be done as it is in heaven. Your will is the best will, Lord, and we know uh, your desires that all that none would perish, that all would come to repentance, Lord, and we know that is the best for every single person, whether they know it or not, Lord. So, Father, we just ask that you just give your influence, your spirit, Lord, whatever it takes, Lord, to reveal the truth to people, that they would see you and know you and come to know you, Lord. And, Father, we just ask that you uh, provide for us, as you always do, with such abundance, Lord. You're such an amazing provider such an amazing Father, and Lord, forgive us, Lord. Lord, with, with such amazing forgiveness, you have forgiven us completely and totally, Lord, and help us to have that same forgiveness to those around us, Lord, that we wouldn't be harboring anything against anybody, Lord. 
But then we would just... Uh, we would just forgive the same way you forgive us, Lord. Lord, help us to have our, our minds and our thoughts to be pure towards you, Lord, not towards the flesh and just doing what we want to do, our desires, Lord. And, uh, but of course, Lord, when, when our desires line up with yours, we do desire to accomplish that, Lord. And so make our desires to line up with yours, Lord. Not Help us not to try to so often we try to get you, your desires to line up with ours, Lord. And we don't, we don't know any better, Lord. You know the best way, the best path, and so just uh, change our desires to line up with yours, Lord, so that we would be uh, just in sync with you and step with you and everything we do, Lord. Father, be of those that are uh, suffering today that are not. Uh, able to attend church this morning, Lord, and think of Al, Lord, we ask for healing, uh, Lord, for pain, for pain to be lifted from him, Lord, uh, we ask for a good report tomorrow with the doctors as far as his healing status, uh, and just give them wisdom and direction or anything they can do to, to continue to help that healing go perfectly, Lord, but it's your, it's your healing hand, Lord, it's your design in our bodies, it's all... You, your doing, Lord, your insight, your wisdom. Lord, with land and uh, uh, the uh, vertigo type thing, Lord, we just ask that you would give healing there. Thank you, least doing a little better. And with Pam as well, Lord, we lift them up to you. And just any others, Lord, that haven't been able to make it uh, to, to the fellowship, Lord, we just lift them up to you. We ask that they'll be able to tune in today and participate. Uh, uh, Remotely, Lord, uh, we know it's not the same as uh, fellowshipping, uh, being with us, but uh, in person, Lord. But we just ask that you lift their hearts and you give them uh, just your peace and your joy, Lord. And the rest, bring them out this morning, Lord, that we can just glorify you together, Lord, and praise your uh, holy name, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, guys, we'll see you soon.